Previously on Roll Britannia, the two remaining guards look at each other, one of them covered in the insides of their fallen comrades. We just tried to help. They give each We're other a monsters. fairly knowing look, and with that, they run. Well, that went about as well as expected. <laughs> Let's raid their hut. So as you walk up the driveway to the covered, governor's house, covered in blood and the library bookshelf swings forward. That's what I was looking for. The coconuts of low-budget travel. I'd like to take the brass ring. The ring of magical bureaucracy. We'll pick up the cereal box. With a loud clatter, a small iron key also drops onto the floor. You see more rows of wine than the half-orc is able to count. It's too good. This day's been too good. How many bottles do you take? Eight. Your wine is worth 1,060 gold pieces. I'm just going to have an unleashed rage room session with bottles of wine in anger at losing my sheriff's badge. Jeff just stands there agape. How much did I just smash? 37,000 golds worth of wine. I'd like to look through the diary there. <laughs> I've made the deal. It took a long time to decide, but the only way it will work is if I do as he says. What's the key for? It's about a year ago, he started spending a lot more time at the fort. Three angels swing around the corner and approach you all. The vision before you seems a little different. What was soft and beautiful morphing before your eyes stands three angry half-demons oh. and roll initiative. Go. All caught up? Good. Let's get back to the action. Better at D and D. Twelve. Be better at D and D. Nine. Nine. You got. Wait. Nine. Did you just say nine? Yes. Yes. I got <laughs> ten. Uh, Eleven. Oh. So I was the best with twelve. Big, big roller. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. Oh dear. Have we got a nine, ten, eleven, and a twelve. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. James has got, and the dungeon master's got a nat twenty, and we all die. Mm. Ah, so if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it together. <laughs> well, if you know what, guys, if we're gonna die, we should do it loving angels instead. Oh dear! <laughs> through it all, Maurus offered me protection, but the cleric <laughs> no, he didn't. Shit. No, he absolutely did not. <laughs> <laughs> he should have offered me protection. The first angel, who is now as you as you can see clearly. And now you can actually describe what these creatures look like. It's the whatever enchantment was there that was portraying this image to your eyes is now broken and you can see them as they are. These wild tiefling women with brutal looking armor and even more brutal looking weapons. Standing before you, the first one calls out in a demonic voice and said, you should have stayed. In the town, we told you not to go there, and now you're going to come with us. Are you taking us uh, to the fort? Might necessarily be a bad shortcut. Thing. <laughs> True. I'm glad. I'm glad it, it's the same thought crossed all of our minds. By the way, it's like, well, fuck it. Then. <laughs> the first one spins round with a brutal-looking dagger, and. Swings an attack at Keth. And Great. Rolls a 23 to hit. What? Oh, okay, yeah. 
16 yeah. is my armor class. Yeah, that's going to hit you then. Okay. Four piercing damage. And as a bonus action, uh, swings round with another dagger. Oh, yeah. And does another four piercing damage. Oh, yeah. Massive. Business. Down to 18. Okay. And up next is Keth. I'm tempted to roll initiative for our Bill. Oh, yeah. Is Bill going to be taking part? Roll initiative then. Oh, he is now. Yeah. Oh, 16, Bill. Good boy. Bugger. He's, He's a good one boy. Successful hit. Okay. Now you're going to set him on demons. Three yeah, they're just, demons. They've just well, battered his dad. Do not offer a peace treaty. So it's actually Bill Snakespear's uh, go before yours then? Yes, it is. What's Bill going to do? I'm going to, after taking that massive hit, then I'm going to whip Bill out like a card. Off it goes straight at the neck of the tiefling in front of me. Okay, roll to hit. That's not great. It's ten. No. (sighs) Bill Snakespear flies straight past the the face of the tiefling woman in front of him. It's too close. It's too (laughs) close. And next is Derek. I would like to... Let's go with Banger. Okay. Which Uh I believe is turning to the page that I have it on. Uh, is a really good weapon that is like really really cool and does a bunch of stuff that I will tell you about right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm, as an action, mm-hmm. I can make a number of attacks, uh, a number of attacks um, equal to my proficiency modifier, um, which is th- yep. uh, proficiency bonus, which is two, um, and they're one d six each. So um, I would like to. Uh, shoot at the closest one to us uh, twice. Okay, uh, roll to hit. So damage without without ability modifiers, but the to hit is with. Yep. Um, to hit is with. So yep. that would be a uh, sixteen. Uh, sixteen and hits and a nine. Uh, nine does not hit. So uh, that's four points of damage. Uh, okay, so is that your turn done? Yeah, so so sort of how close are they to us? Um, well, one of, uh, one of them is definitely within melee range of you, and the um, other two are not. I would like to uh, use my bonus action to disengage and move uh, 25 feet away from them. Cool. Uh, next is Maurus. Will Maurus dare use magic? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I was saving the spells. Uh... I'm going to sacred flame the bitches. Do it. Bitches. Do it. Go on then. Uh, it says casting time, one action. Range is 60 feet. Uh, duration instantaneous. Flame-like radiance descends on a creature that you can see within range. Target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 radiant damage. Okay, what's your, what's your spell save then? 12. 12. That's a 19. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So they take no damage on a successful save? Or do they take half damage on a successful? It just says the target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 damage. So none then. Damage. Okay. So Are you none. moving at all? or? Uh, I will dodge my ass uh, at least 25 foot back. Uh, I mean, just so you know, you're in melee range of one of the uh, angels. So if you move, Ah. you'll provoke an attack of opportunity. 
Ah, then I will stay put. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> Jeff? Yo. So, um, I apparently, because me shade's on, I've got advantage on all creatures within 10 feet of me. They have disadvantage on all deception checks, which is probably going to be irrelevant at this point. Um, but I think the advantage on all creatures within 10 feet of me is probably quite key. If I'm planning to attack. I mean, that is on deception. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Quickly lie. Lie to them. <laughs> have you not been using your have you not been using your advantage with deception? No. Oh dear. No. Oh well. Not 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 not, not to my advantage anyway. Um Right, okay, yeah, well, everyone else is doing it. I want to run away. Okay, so you're going to disengage and like run away. This. Yeah, this is all just okay. been a really bad day. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so, yeah, you are Fine. having a bad time of it. <laughs> uh, okay, just next up is one of the angels. They're all seven. Oh, hold on, why am I wrong? Sorry, when was Mike, when was Keth's Oh, you missed your go, didn't you? After, after William Snakespeare. Yeah, you were supposed to. You were you were supposed to go after William yeah. Snakespeare. I, was, I, was for, I thought it was like. I, I'd like to apologise for mm. that. How about Keth? You go now. Okay, so I have one thing on here. That I'm I've gonna got put you in there. Something called reactions of giant killer. Okay. So you said the creature's getting larger and larger. So in a larger, large creature, you can see within five feet of you hits or misses with an attack. You can use your reaction to attack that creature immediately afterwards. They are effectively the same size class as you. Okay, cool. Fine. Uh, in they're that just case, big. Because they're super close within melee range, I'll go. But it's yeah. big. I'm going to cast a spell. I'm going to do a Maros and cast Ooh. a spell, which is the Hunter's okay, Mark. Okay, surely, do it, surely so doing a Maros would be to not cast mark. a spell. <laughs> <laughs> That's <would>, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then realise later that you could have cast a spell. So I mark a yep. creature with my spell of Hunter's Mark, and I get an extra 1d6 worth of damage. Okay. On... Said creature, okay. but because it's so close, I'm going to swing my battle axe. So swing, uh, roll to hit, okay. uh, which is an uh, eleven all in. And doesn't hit. So you whiff through the uh, air with your battle axe. No point even rolling the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you whiff through. And the next angel who's standing slightly further back, takes aim at Malrus, who tried to cast Sacred Flame. Well, I don't imagine that's going to do it, but I'll, ch I'll ask anyway. Uh, does nine hit? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, <laughs> fires an Eldridge Blast clean over your head, thoroughly underestimating how small you are. And the next one takes aim at Keth this time, and this time rolls at... Oh, yeah. good God. Uh, 23 to hit. I suspect that hits. Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, okay. it does. And uh, hits you for seven force damage. Down to 11. Back at the top of the order, we've got the first first angel, who's within melee range of Malrus. Yay. This one takes another two swings with their... Takes another swing with their dagger, rolls an 11. Not going to hit. No. And as a bonus action, swings again. Oh, oh and I don't oh. imagine a nine's going to do it then either. No. <laughs> what is going on? I'm getting battered. And the last guy we saw run from these guys. Maris, you slippery mother. Did not end well either. Uh, 
And where's your invisibility spell, Malrus? <laughs> Quick. I'm going to pop my smoke grenade. In that makes it uh, Bill Snakespear's turn. Oh, still flitting about. Yeah. Okay. Bill is pissed at missing the first time round. Here we go. It's a roll to hit. Okay. For God's sake. <laughs> Come on. Give me that a. That is a five. That's not going to do it. I'll be honest with you. No. No, it's not. So, at that very moment, as the next, uh, I think, uh, Derek, you were you were up next, and you're just out of range now, and you turn to see these angels bearing down on Keth and Malrus. And just as you see that, you see another figure. And this figure comes leaping down from a nearby building and slashes the angel nearest to Derek, uh, nearest to Malrus, rather, with 19 damage, carving a big slash through from collarbone to navel. And for a moment, there is stillness as Yennefer pulls off a superhero landing amidst all three angels. Then, with a scream of fury, the newly wounded angel, in one fluid movement, summons a gargantuan scythe from the air and swings it at waist height at Yennefer. Then, in something like bullet time, we, the audience, see Yennefer leap and twist as the blade flies underneath her, and we see the razor-sharp blade shear off just a sliver of cloth from her robes, and the camera whip pans out and spins and we see Yennefer drawing her pistol and firing off two rounds at the other two angels, hitting both centre mass. Then, in turn, they lunge towards the drow figure, drawing a jagged sword and a ferocious-looking polearm, respectively. As Yennefer lands, she holsters her pistol and in one movement stands whilst drawing her katana. This slender blade leaves a faint but observable trail of dark sparks as it moves through the air, and trailing these sparks, Yennefer steps towards one of the angels, parrying aside the polearm and turning 180 to present the blade. As the angel continues on its trajectory, the sound of the blade passing through metal and flesh is followed by a scream of pain and rage as Yennefer leaps backwards, wrapping her legs around the neck of the new angel kebab, and spinning under her own momentum, throws the angel off balance and they both come crashing down. The other two angels, now bearing down on her, raise not weapons, but dark fire in their hands, and again, the scene pauses. And here we see a sort of Michael Bay-esque camera tracking around Yennefer as she slowly stands and withdraws her sword from the fallen angel. The two remaining angels were positioned in front of and behind her, both charging a spell and then with a flash of blinding darkness they both cast their spells at the figure standing between them you shield your eyes from the brightest non-light you've ever seen and when your vision returns you expect to see a smoldering pile where your dark elf acquaintance once stood but instead you see nothing but the charred remains of three angels and a strange rippling effect on the ground between them which even as you watch turns still. Then, from behind you, you hear Yennefer's voice say, What the hell have you four been doing? Well, so much for angel delight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Holy smokes. Um, what on earth just happened there? I've never felt so inadequate. <laughs> You're telling me. She's, um... Everyone's a lot more skilled than us, aren't they? <laughs> seems like it. Seems it. to be happening. Yeah, I bet she can find traps <laughs> like nobody's business. <laughs> I bet she's a better <laughs> shot than me. She doesn't fall on her face and bludgeon herself constantly. <laughs> yep. Where have you guys been? All over the shop. Everywhere. The guards came running into town, shouting about some people, attacking them, and it had to be you. Um, Where have you been? What have you been what doing? in our past history suggests that we would do something like that? We've got a name for ourselves here, lads. I'm a goblin motivational speaker. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so well, you're new to the seem... island. No one else has done this so far, so it must be you. Well, it was, uh, in all honesty, it was more of a an accident. Um, we were just wandering, and then they said, no, we don't like that. So... We just wanted to have a look around, and they kept saying we couldn't go places. Roll deception. Fuck. Mm-mm. Don't have your badge anymore. If you're going to no, lie no. to people, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, I've got to stop lying to people. I thought that's what we did. We did wander around. We just wanted to look for stuff, and then they said no, so we killed them. Um, but perception, I got a three <laughs> plus two. I like how that's a justification. <laughs> yeah, so I've got five total. <laughs> uh. Yeah, she did not believe you at all. She says, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're doing here, but we need to talk. Come with me. Uh, okay. Well, where are we going? She leads you guys off back towards the town and down a few a few alleyways, a few twists and turns around some of these very sort of nautical flotsam-built house, houses uh, through some dark twists and turns until you get to a very shady-looking building. And uh, she says, in here, and uh, taps the door to this property with uh, the uh, one of the uh, stiletto knives she has. And she uh, is it like a, the door swings like a, open. Like a bit of a thieves camp type thing. Would I recognise it? <laughs> it's a secret tap. Uh, is, yeah, it's a, it's a secret tap. Yeah, it's, a, it's not just a knock. There's some sort of pattern to it. Uh, and the door swings open. Mm. Are you going in? What? Well, I don't want to well, end up like them well, animals, so I'm all yours, and I'll start walking inside. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> let's go in. Okay, as you step inside, you see a pretty standard-looking room. There's a cot in one corner, like a sort of temporary bed type thing, a sort of stove, a rough table with one chair. Um, it's just pretty standard, not particularly well furnished, not particularly badly furnished, just pretty sort of basic living. The sort of place that serves all the functional needs of a person to survive, but isn't a place of sort it's of like comfort. You wouldn't basically. go there to relax, but you would go there to potentially... Yeah, essentially, essentially, it's a yeah, student yeah. flat. Exactly. Is what I'm trying to describe to you, with fewer yeah, posters well, on the wall. To put posters on the wall. So. Yeah. Well, there is that. You know, when did that ever stop students? Uh, and she comes in behind you all and shuts the door, and she says, putting her stiletto knife back in its uh, hidden sheath, she turns to you all and she says, "We need to talk. Who are you? What are you doing?" We can ask you the same question. I mean. You just single-handedly took care of some pretty scary women, I'm not going to lie. Um, so maybe you should tell us a little bit 
about how you've come to gather such skills. While they're just discussing this, I'm going to very cautiously <laughs> open up the uh, my water skin that has that quack healing tea because I got battered by myself um, quite yeah. badly. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to quickly, while they're just chatting away, <laughs> regain some hit points if that's possible. Um, I've lost seven. Do I do? I just gain yeah. seven back okay. from the tea, or do I need to roll something for this DM? Uh, roll one d ten for me. One d ten. Ooh. A new mm. one. Mm. Very often. No, that's a new one. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We have got a six. So nearly at full health. Now you get six hit points back. Boom, boom, shake the room. Well done. Thank you. Continue. Sorry. Uh, Yennefer says, uh, she says, well, I came here many, many months ago with my best friend in the world from the Underdark, Z. And we came here looking for a new life together. And we liked it here. It was nice. I'd spent many years working uh, as a guard in the Underdark. And that's where I honed my skills. But we wanted something out. We wanted to live away from all the stress and the anger. So we found our way here. And we heard about the Gator community. Were you uh, fleeing? Fleeing from the Empire, were you? No. The Empire has no reach in the Underdark. The Underdark is, well, it's where my people come from. So you came looking for the gated community, but I don't see your friend here anywhere. Well, here's the thing. She won her way in, and that was the last I heard of her. Well, that's not entirely true. But before I tell you, I need to ask you a question. Go on. And it's very important that you tell me the truth. Do you remember Declan? A little bit, yes. Yeah. Yes. The guy from the bar, from Nancy's. You do? Yeah, he vanished. He completely vanished. So how long have you been here? How long have we been here? Feels like just over a day, maybe. Maybe two. Not no, not, no, not even a day. We've not even a day because we haven't heard from Nancy yet, lads. That's true. And it was... She, yeah, the last time we spoke to Nancy, it was three she, hours to the wall. It three feels hours like we've been draw. here for bloody ages, but the sun still <laughs> hasn't gone down. <laughs> it's your conversation, Derek. <laughs> it's almost like you've been here for like, what, like seven episodes? Uh, <laughs> it's almost like you've been here since June. <laughs> it feels like the person who sent us on this quest was not expecting it to take this long. <laughs> we feel slightly in trouble, if anything, we don't know why. We're going to go to report to Captain <laughs> Timbers' son at this point. <laughs> He's an old man. <laughs> oh, yes, I remember you. I sent you to that island many years ago. Is his beard um, now pink because it's like lightly tinged with white from his red beard? Yes, yeah. Beautiful. Anyway, she quickly glances at a pocket watch she has. Very and sassy. then she says to you all, you should probably see this. And she goes over to the window and pulls back the window coverings there. And she says, look down there. And you see a group of just people from the island. They're all sat around listening to the radio. And she she looks at her watch again. She says, keep watching. Three, two, one. And in that moment, a flash of darkness erupts from that radio. And from every direction you can see, 
Don't like it. Except it doesn't fill the room you're in. Instead, a strange purple glow crosses the window as this wave of darkness surges towards the building. And then it's gone. And instead, you see the sun that was heading towards setting, racing towards the horizon. It's it a basically thing. falls from the sky and spins downwards as the moon then rises and races across the sky before the sun again begins to rise. And slowly it rises and comes to a halt. And Yennefer looks at her watch again and she says, three, two, one. And you hear in the distance, you hear the unmistakable sound of Balon Park Tree's show starting up. It's Groundhog. Oh, How long have we been God. here? This explains a lot. This it's not our fault. Also, it's the island. But also explains nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. What stopped? What was that purple shield or something that stopped the darkness getting in? What was that? Yeah. Why are we protected in here? This is our safe place. Me and Z, we we put this place together and as my mother always taught me to ward off magical interference, we placed wards around the room and she indicates some scrolls above the door frame and above the windows. These are here to protect us from all magical interference. So um, if you're protected from the magical interference, how come your friend, quote unquote, won? This was a long time ago. She won her way into the gated community and the idea was that she would invite me to live with her and we would live there together and in luxury. But after she won, I didn't hear from her for a long time. Until eventually I, I got a message. It was, it was gargled and it was broken and distorted, but I managed to pick out four words. And then she pulls out another device from her pocket. And she says, this is a phase time. It allows you to communicate with other phase time users. And I got a message, a very distorted image of her. And she said four words. She said, portal, prison, slaves, empire. And then the connection went dead. I don't know about you lads, but I don't like the sound of any of those. Um, no, 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 no. Hey guys, it's James. You may know me as the Dungeon Master from this podcast. Mm. Just a quick pause for a few quick messages and then we'll be right back to the action. As always, I want to thank you for choosing to listen to Roll Britannia. We know there's lots of choice out there for D&D podcasts, but we hope that you enjoy listening to ours. We absolutely love making them, and what better way for you to show us that you're enjoying the show than heading over to Apple Podcasts and hitting that subscribe button so you never miss a new episode, and rating us five stars at the same time? Mm-hmm. When you rate us, it not only makes us feel good, like in our tummies, but it also helps other fans like you find our podcast, which has to be a good thing, right? 
If you're not an Apple user and you're listening on Spotify or one of the many places to find podcasts, I literally didn't know there were so many before we even started this, then please just make sure you hit subscribe so you stay up to date with all the episodes as well. And tell your friends about the show. Tell someone who you think might be into this kind of nonsense. We don't pay for any advertising. It's entirely through word of mouth and our relentless social media that we find amazing listeners like you. Did you know you can also find us on Facebook by searching Roll Britannia Podcast, on Twitter at Roll Britannia, and on Instagram at Roll.Britannia, where you can see extra content from the shows and send us a message, ask us questions, and let us know what you think about the show. Anyway, thanks again for listening. Let's get back into it. We've been told <laughs> that winning uh, entrance to the gated community or the fort or winning the radio show is entirely random, but doesn't seem that way. It seems like a way of taking people. Yeah, but... Yes. Just quickly. Um, right, I'm, I'm going to hold my hands up here. You've been really quite decent to us now. You've seemingly shown us there's some secret on this island. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my hands up and say, I'll be honest, I'm Jeff Silverbow. Nice to meet you. A little bit confused about why I'm here. Um, young lad, taken along on a bit of a journey. I'm here now. We're looking to try and find a magical item or some kind of strange item on this island. Um, and so far, when we were outside the Gator community, we visited, this, we visited it to try and uh, get in ourselves. Um, we have pretty good knowledge that there's lots of houses, but no one there. And um, when we did think, when I mentioned that it was uh, potentially like not maybe not a real thing we got attacked so don't know what if that information might help or mean anything to you but just trying to make amends for my earlier transgressions sorry good to meet you thanks for everything so far that's very honest of you the way i've seen things is that there's definitely something not right and as far as i can tell it has everything to do with the governor and with balon park tree as you've just seen, when the Park Tree Show ends, the world revolves and time changes. And then in the blink of an eye, the Balon Park Tree Show starts again and the whole day continues. Has anybody ever actually seen this Balon Park Tree in person? Well, I haven't. I don't know if anyone else has, but everyone I know has just spoken of him as though he's this voice in the radio. So that could be the governor putting on a funny accent. It all sounds very, very suspicious. The only thing that I've managed to determine is that this energy that is released at the end of the show it doesn't just change time but it also exposure to it makes you susceptible to certain magics that the angels possess the reason that you have obviously not been affected by it is you haven't been here and exposed to that magic yet i stay in here when your friend won the competition did the angels come and take her or did she just disappear uh she went to the fort the angels greeted her and they went inside and that was the last I saw of her. So it all seemed pretty kosher when you went to the fort the first time, you saw her off, she was happy, everything was fine, yeah. there was no mean angels. No, okay. it all like seemed good. We were excited about go. our new house. You tried she to go to the herself. fort since? Should we go to the fort? I've tried. Jennifer? Yes? Have you met a giant turtle? No. Have you met a normal size? We've turtle? got some information for you. We can help each other here. <laughs> What's this giant turtle? Dark elf or not? Where is he? He's in in the woods near the gated community. I did try to get into the gated community once. 
I worked on this spell. I call it the gate. I found it in this book that I brought from the Underdark and I've been working on it to try and find a way in. And I did even try it. Well, the problem with the spell, the limitation that I have encountered, and I don't know if you know a way around this, but the problem I've encountered is I have to know the place I'm going to. I have to know exactly what, it, what place it is, what it looks like, what it feels like. I have to have been to that place. And my issue is that I've never been to the gay community. I tried going to the gate and looking through and trying to open a, a gate to, to that place, but the connection wouldn't take. Did you try Did you try throwing a stick over the wall? Do you know, I didn't. I didn't try throwing a stick. Did you try that? Uh, did you try flying on a magical <laughs> broom over it? Well, that's what I was thinking about. We did fly over it with a magical broom, and um, there w- it was sort of gone in a split second. So we were over the other side. So either it's got some kind of heavy, heavy shielding from the top as well, so we can't see it, or it's not really there. It's just not there at all. Maybe the greater community is the prison. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe there's a maybe there's a portal to the prison. Maybe that's what she meant by portal. And some a sort portal. of empire. You get portaled into the prison like and you portals. become a slave for the exactly. empire. Maybe that's got to be what it means. Maybe that's why they're on the first attempt. We guess it, of course. Well, sounds about right to me. Mystery (laughs) solved. Yeah, boom. Next, (laughs) come on, come on, gang, back to the mystery machine. (laughs) Take the mask off the guard now. Oh, it was Yennefer all along. (laughs) (laughs) And I would have got away with it too if it weren't for you, pesky halfling child dwarf and half orc. Right. Dumb ghost octopus. <laughs> He's scrappy. But Bill Snakespear could be Scooby Doo. Yeah. No, he, you know, Bill yeah, Snakespear Scrappy Doo. Scrappy Doo, because he always gets him into shit. Yeah, very true. He just gets oh, him yeah. into problems and can't do anything, really. <laughs> so, Yennefer, um, you came here several months ago. Yeah. Uh, I would like to bring out the diary that we found in the governor's mansion. Um, and oh, yeah. glad you went say, for this. Um, we look through the governor's house. It seems like it's deserted, but not in a hurry. Um, this diary mentions stuff happening, like making a deal about a year ago. Um, and I give her the diary and I, I ask her, like, mm. anything in there? Ring any bells to you? Might illuminate the situation. Uh, so she has a little flick through the diary and she tells you that her friend Z disappeared before the governor stopped coming home. So before that year, something happened a year ago and he said he had to, I had to make the deal. I had to do it. So it happened. Z disappeared before that. Yeah. Interesting. So I think there's got to be some link between the governor and Balon Partry as in like they might be the same person because that show turned up at the same time as the governor disappeared into the fort where the where it's being where the podcast where the radio show is being <laughs> presented from <laughs> Whoops, bit meta the secret is blood. I'm Balon Parktree <laughs> uh, yeah Balon Parktree seems like some sort of uh, otherworldly pseudonym think... right yeah pseudonym Balon Parktree is a evil version of RDM <laughs> <laughs> smell my cheese you mothers <laughs> Um, who's the greatest lord of the flies Jurassic of the Park. dance or of the rings <laughs> so Yennefer should we agree to disagree to agree to go and help find your friend Z 
<laughs> He's working on some poetry. <laughs> you, you were, is, always had a way with becoming a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> that or a stroke. I don't know. Well, so, why right. is it that we're the only people that can uh, recognise that, you know, remember this uh, Declan fella disappeared? Is it because we're new here? The only thing I can think of is that you haven't been exposed to, well, effectively, the end of the show. Oh. The same way I haven't been, because oh, I'm in here. We were here. We were How long until the next end of show? Well, Should we call Nancy, see if she's still there? I'd like to speak yeah. into the... Wow. What's the, what's the, what's yeah, the reception she... like in here for... Hang on, she, will, she even have a phone of, will she even have a phone of star speech? Uh, let, 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 put my teeth back in. <laughs> a stone of far speech, because we exactly. gave it to her like at the beginning of the he day, knows. so... Maybe she doesn't yeah. have it anymore. Try her. Give her a call, Derek. Hello. And your pocket rings. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, my lovely. Oh, it's on by break. This is Nancy, isn't it? Of course it is. It's the person you gave the stone to. Oh, so you remember that? What's my name? Just out of interest. I'm not sure you gave many names, but I think it's Derek. Thanks, love. Uh, I've just had a bit of crisis of identity, and then I hang up like immediately without saying goodbye. <laughs> um. Someone's stolen my identity. Could you remind me who I am? <laughs> <laughs> I need it back. What if, what if that happened? Identity theft was actually stealing your own name. I don't know who I am. Nancy, what's my mother's the maiden name? Of Tom, never mind. That's called amnesia, Tom. Uh, no, no, I'm just going to write that in some notes. Yeah. <laughs> One and the same. Um, so she's still got the stone. Like I'll call her back in a second if we if we come to a consensus on what we want to ask her. But she's still got the stone. She still remembers what happened. Did, should we ask her if she remembers Declan? Nancy, you've never met a fella called Declan, have you? Don't think so, my lovely. Is he a friend of yours? You're just putting the phone symbol up. Got, yeah, I'm on the phone now. Yeah, this is it. Uh, the viewers at home, he has an actual hand phone. Yeah, yeah. Um, more of a uh, brief acquaintance. Um, it doesn't seem like a very memorable fella. So uh, Must not be, my lovely. I, uh, I don't remember him myself. Nancy, uh, do you remember who won the competition so yesterday on... Uh, Baylon Park Tree show. I don't, you know. Do you remember what his... How, how silly of me. Do you remember what his signing off line was? Or the last feature or the last song that was played? Oh, yes. He says the same thing every day. He says, Stay classy, Folk Run Bay. <laughs> <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. The fort's going to smell like Rich Mahoney. Oh. Okay. <laughs> your your, your mouth is broken. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's the loss of his badge. You need some new teeth. You need to get some new false teeth. New teeth, new dyes. <laughs> new badge. <laughs> Unique New York. Unique New York. The human You're going to meet him and he's going, I don't know if you know this, but I'm uh, kind of a big deal. <laughs> Uh, I'm still on the phone with that. <laughs> I just, uh, so um, the hand phone is still there. How are you doing, love? I'm grand, thank you. you popping in today? Um, maybe if we can. Um, if we might swing by later. 
not so sure at the moment. I got a, a lovely bit. new cranberry juice in for you. Oh. Ask him when happy hour is. Ask him when happy when's, hour is. When's happy hour? Might come by then. It's five till six, my lovely. Uh, what time is it now, Nancy? Nancy, Jeff wants to talk to you. What time is it now, Nancy? You need to take the phone. You need to take the phone, otherwise you can't hear you. For the viewers What's at that? home, a phone, a hand phone has been passed. Down to Jeff. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'll put it I'm gonna put it on loudspeaker. <laughs> Nancy. Yes, uh, me. <laughs> what time is it? I'm so, this is so bad. It's like podcast, time, it's hilarious. <laughs> Just Thanks, after Nancy. Again. Right, um, Derek, I don't want to hold this right, anymore. I'm going to pass it back to you. It's still on loudspeaker, but you can have it back. Love you, Nancy. Bye. Oh, you stack up straight away. What is happening? What is At least happening? they're not what doing that thing where they. Other people walk around with their stones of fast speech. It's just the street on loudspeaker, right? so everybody can hear <laughs> Playing their music off their stone of fast speech. <laughs> their music. Yennefer's kind of looking at you very quizzically, just going, what? Look, this is basically what we've been I've doing for the past it. day. No wonder we haven't made any bloody progress. <laughs> um, well, look. It's been too much joy. Lads, it seems like, and, and lass, uh, it seems like, you know, the other place with answers is going to be the fort. Do you know a way in? Yes. Goblins, yeah, mines. We... Remember those guys? We... Hang on, we're going with... we can go in the mines because I've paid 500 quid for us to go in the secret entrance to the bloody mines. No, you didn't. You paid four because my motivation was speaking. Sorry, Jeff. sorry. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, check your pockets. Good shout. Do you have your money back? Do we still have the wine? No. Mm-hmm. No, still got got no money. But so it doesn't have we got any wine? The reset doesn't affect like tangible items, wine. but it just oh, affects I've got, the people. I've got broken bottles of wine. I fell on my back. So <laughs> Is this badge still <laughs> broken? I would have imagined smash. Yeah, my badge is still broken. Thanks for reminding me that. Um, <laughs> I wonder what that dripping noise was. <laughs> it was your tears. You've got a you've got a bit of a tally wine. of uh of smashed wine. I've had a few tweets over the last week of just shocked face of just how much value of wine you smashed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you lose a badge, you got to smash some wine. That's, I've you know, seen that on It's a for life. Yeah. Yeah. One of those motivational um, that's, posters, that's, isn't it? It is. So, just with the, uh, the sheriff's badge handle. in the background. <laughs> Successive made of cans, not cannots. Keep calm. Uh, when you wine. break a badge, you have to smash some wine. Yeah. <laughs> Live, laugh, smash a bunch of wine. Eat, pray, smash. Break the badge, smash a bunch of wine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yennefer, you've never actually... So, so we could go to the mine. You've never actually been inside the fort, then you don't... I've tried to get in several times, but I cannot find a way in. Why do you think I've been looking for the fugitive so much? Right. How many people have you seen disappear sense. while you've been here? Is it one a day? About that, yeah. I, Why don't we all just team together? I think we're out of options. Yeah. Into the mines. Should we pool our resources, Jennifer? Let's do this together, try and figure out how to either get... Well, if you take me with you, I can... Uh, as you've seen, I can be... Pretty useful. Pretty handy in a fight. Yeah, that was um, some pretty slick moves. I suppose. There. Kef? I guess. All good? 
Yes, she was. Yes, yes, she was very so, good. You're very, you're very good. You seem to have won him <clears> over. Look, before you go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you this in case we get separated, and she hands you a small, sort of compact mirror type thing. Oh, it's a FaceTime. And she says, "This is a FaceTime mirror. If you open this up and say my name, we'll connect together, and we'll be able to see through each other's mirrors." If you show me somewhere inside that fort, wherever I am, I will be able to open a portal to you and likewise you to me. <laughs> That's amazing. That is some sick tech right there. Sorry, magic tech right there. Why aren't you like the protagonist of the story then? <laughs> 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 Why do you think she's here? <laughs> because she's Iron Man and we're not in that film at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> They're just a cameo. Here's some cool stuff to help you on your mission. There's a whole nother podcast for her. We are actually the NPCs. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the real story. It's Yennefer's story. We're just setting it up. We're sacked. The this. cameraman's <laughs> at the wrong angle. It's just going to be James on his own, just doing six or seven different voices. <laughs> no, you did. No, you did. The impressive thing is that that's what it's been so far. <laughs> Where's the podcast of Punch and Judy show now, Tom? Yes. I'll just love the Again, for the viewers, I actually started mine. Yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, left to right, you know that thing. Before we go to the mines and the fort, is it worth mm. swinging by the turtles joint again? Uh, What's no, your the, plan, Malrus? The place that uh, you are at the moment, you understand to be somewhere in the town on the island. Oh. Quats is to the north end of the island in the jungle. Yes, we'll be going all the way back. Because as we know, again. jungle is massive. <laughs> it's wicked. <laughs> Out of curiosity, can we not Three use... Three hours so he's been waiting Yennefer, for that. You can teleport, right? <laughs> you can teleport if you can think... I can create a portal, yeah. yeah. So basically, can we not use Yennefer, if you don't mind, as a little bit of like a uh, shuttle run? Because if we say, Yennefer, if you go to, say, somewhere we want to go that you could, you've been, so, like, Nancy's or the beach or somewhere like that, she can teleport herself there. We can then look... She can then look into the thingy and... Oh, no, we can only bring her to us, not vice versa. Oh, no, she can get us to her, can't she? So we can, she can mm -hmm. open a portal and we can all go there mm -hmm. nice and quickly. Suddenly, boom, by the entrance to the mines. You could. I mean, I don't know if you know much about how spells work in D&D, &D, but it's not like an infinite supply... If we look into this mirror, can we mm -hmm. think of Quat's place and teleport ourselves to Quat's place? The, the mirror isn't a teleport device. It has it's to be. It has to be from one no, the, mirror the, the, to the, another. The, no, no. Right? The mirror. The mirror is just a oh, phone. Right. The mirror is just. A, it's like an iPhone on on video chat. And then, so we right. can go look at this place. Then she can then see it and open a portal to that okay. location. Okay. She's so the she one creating the portal. It's just a video yeah. phone. Got you. Yeah. So, okay. All right. I think so. You've never see Jeff gets You've it. never been to. Uh, I think we're going to break don't. the game. <laughs> we're going to break the game again. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> All this. We're, we're looking into loopholes to see James going. No, no. <laughs> it's not going to be like that. So you've it's not, not been to be like uh, the boat. She's not been to Quat's place. I don't think she's met him. Nope. No, so she won't. So have that to get there. mean. And by the way, from what she said, guards seem like they're on high alert. So if we. If we if we tried like across the island, essentially like you know we're going diagonally across to the opposite side, then we might encounter more angels, more guards. Mm. I reckon we just go mine. Mines it is. 
If she can get us, to, she could get us to the beach by Nancy's, which oh. is basically right next to the mines, couldn't she? Because she's been there. That's where we first saw her. Outside we go Nancy's. to the mines. She goes to Quartz. Asks whatever questions you want <laughs> asked. Teleports. No, <laughs> no. In fairness, we could say that she could go off. On, if we're going to go and do her a favour, basically going and trying to get into the fort, she can just get us to the mine and then we can try and find a way into the fort that way. And then she could go off to Quartz. And then if we suddenly need it, she could get us the hell out of Dodge back to Quartz to heal up. I'm happy with that. Mm. See if, Not Jennifer, sure how it, how, if that's how things work. Guys, are we going? Yeah, can we, we've got a little bit of a plan if you're on board, Jennifer. So that's it. The plan that we've just... We basically... We would like you to teleport us to... If it's okay, if you've got enough spell slots. Uh, teleport us to the beach to the mines. We'll then go off into the fort through a little secret entrance that we've known about um, and then let you know about that when we're there. You go off to Quat, which will give you a, a point on the map or the jungle that you can go to because he's got some really cool tea which could be really useful and he could answer quite a lot of your questions potentially. When you're there, um, give us a bell. We can then come back and we'll let you, probably at the same time we'll have the fort entrance to you so we can do a bit of a swapsies. We'll go to Quat and heal up. You're in the fort. Boom, boom, boom. Everyone's a winner. Happy? I'm happy. That could work. The only the only concern I have with that is that Jennifer's proven pretty okay <laughs> at fighting. Wouldn't it be good? I'll give her some bloody credit. Fine. <laughs> She's pretty handy, all right? Um, she'd be handy to have with us against horrible half-demons. I would rather have her with us than drinking tea with Blastoise. She could always like. <laughs> she could... If we do need her, are we? If we do need her, we just open the thing. <laughs> she comes to us. Fish bash bosh. It's a good escape route. It's a good exfiltration route. I'll give you that. Right. That sounds like a half baked. Let's go, guys. Then. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right. Ten minutes later. Sounds like a half baked plan, which is as good as we're gonna get. <laughs> so you all head outside and close the door behind you. And as you turn into the next street, ahead of you are not three, but... Oh, double roll. God, so many. So many. Four roll. Oh, God. 43 angels filling the street ahead of you. But they're all looking the other way. Oh, no. They're all the really nice angels. They're shopping. <laughs> they currently look like nice yeah. angels, but a, a small platoon uh, arranged, all facing your direction, all wearing the same clothes is never a promising mm. sign. No. Especially when the last three of them you saw all turned into demons. Mm. Are we the fugitives? Have they seen Get us? A quick portal. <laughs> As Kef starts to <laughs> gets that smoke grenade ready. <laughs> Reaching for my gun. Can I just put my, my hand guns. on the smoke grenade? Just start lowering it. Going, what the fuck do you think you're going to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> she turns to you and she says, "I can get out of this. You four get to the mines." And in one fluid motion, she casts two spells. I'll just take note. Ahead of her, she casts a magical darkness. And immediately underneath you, the floor vanishes. And you all fall 
And I'd like you all to throw a dexterity saving throw, please. Or acrobatics. Let's get, well, yeah, do do acrobatics. Why not? Oof. Um, so we, we should be 20. 17. Saving throw modifier plus one. Yeah, I would say saving throw. So yeah. Save. Oh, that's better actually for me. Still not good though. 17, yeah. 18. So it's, it's the <laughs> saving throw modifier eight. and the skill plus. Just two. No, it's just saving. It would just be the dex save. Right, okay. So the acrobatics thing is... 17. Uh, so it's 18. Oh, that's handy. Confident. That's a nice oh, 18. Oh, we've done well, guys. My Mine was an 8, so... Uh, oh. 8? Yeah. <laughs> so nice it's a very weird experience for all of you because you all fall, um, you know, in the typical way that gravity does, downwards, uh, and you fall through a portal that was opened underneath you. But as you fall, you find yourself switching from a sort of vertical direction to a horizontal one without really turning. And <laughs> three of you manage to style it out and do a small sort of roll and land. Uh, Derek, you fall on your ass. How much damage do and I you take? take? Three embarrassment damage. <laughs> embarrassment Ow. damage. Uh, it's only embarrassment damage. Ow. My cheeks flush. <laughs> My beard's knocked askew. Yep. The image I want you to picture is that you sort of a portal, a portal opens in midair and four of you come flying out of it horizontally and three of you sort of land in a sort of parkour kind of roll and look really stylish, whereas parkour. the dwarven among you parkour. just sort of skids to a halt on their ass. Yeah. Parkour. Leaves a little trench like, in the sand, you know? Yeah, like a crashing oh, like Charlie's <laughs> Angels finish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three of you do. Oh. <laughs> Jeff in the middle. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> in a very masculine <clears throat> way. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I think where we all we? styled uh, that one out, don't uh, we, Where lads? are we? We look around. <laughs> are we in the mine? You are all outside the old mines. Um, that was Sandy. Good. Where is she going through for us? Uh, I hope she's okay. She might. She might be dead. We don't know yet. She's either way. She's sold on me. Look, she's saved us from the blast of thingy, and then just exactly. gone. Yeah, get the hell out of Dodge. There's forty-three demon babies things with red coats on. So I'm going to kill them all. Right. So into the mines, lads. The so the door to the mines is it like just a wooden door? What is it? What's it look like? The, uh, the actual mine itself is sealed up. We need the secret sealed entrance. Up. But you did find, you did get told away into the mine. Foreman's office in the floor under the desk. <laughs> Maurus, do you want to lead the way? You seem to know where <laughs> you're going. To the foreman's <laughs> office. We've all had quite a lot of wine or something. It seems. <laughs> it's been a long, it's been a long less than a day. <laughs> uh, yeah, you all head inside. Have any of you actually drunk the wine, by the way? No. No, I haven't. No. I just, I'm, well, I, I, mean, I might have I've absorbed a quite a lot all over me because <laughs> just yeah, through cuts yeah, in this house. I think you've, you've wore, you're wearing quite yeah. a lot of it. But I yeah. think the fumes have been slowly, <laughs> steadily getting this uh, young boy drunk over the last few hours. I've still got a flagon. And I've got the a the blood on your back. clothes was bad enough, but you did sort of get covered in quite a lot of claret as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to barter my wine with the goblin in Argus. So, for some okay. gold. No, for the wheels of fortune. That's what I'm, I'm holding out my wine for that. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we head to the four. So you're office. heading into the 
head to the foreman's office and you look underneath the desk and you find a, a little a little button which opens a hatch and a ladder leads down into the darkness. I'll go. I've got, um, I can see very well. So can I. I've already started climbing down. Okay. Uh, we hop down. Can you all roll an athletics check, please? Oh, shit on it. Oh. Shit on it. Who's going first? I was going to go first. I, well, I definitely, I've started climbing down, in my opinion. Um, but I've got three. I was second. Okay. I've got four and I've got minus one on, on athletics, so I've got three. You've got a yeah, three? I'm pretty sure I fall down oh, the ladder, don't I? Yep. yep. Cool. How much bludgeoning damage do I do to myself again? <sighs> Fucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't. You don't fall, but you do. Uh, you do. You do sort of miss a step and uh, drop down a few rungs. Manage to catch yourself. Uh, you sort of scuff your. Uh, you sort of rip your your uh, your outfit ever so slightly. Slightly torn jeans now. So you look a little bit a little bit more badass. Okay, cool, cool. Um, but nice. you've got a, you sort of skinned your knee a little bit on the way down, so you're, you are bleeding Cheek a little cars. bit. What? Yep. And uh, so I was next. Yep. And I got an Can eight. I get out of the way from the bottom of the stairs eight. before he starts falling on me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, with an eight, um, you you're fine. You climb down the ladder. It's not that hard. Oh, lucky. Uh, I <laughs> lucky, believe lucky I was Jeff. after Keth, and I also got a three. Okay. <laughs> a three. Yeah, you, you drop a, you drop a run. It makes any difference. It's a two plus one. Oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, you, uh, you miss, you weirdly, you miss the same rung that Jeff missed. Um, and you drop down a feet, uh, a, a foot or two, and just managed to catch yourself. Uh, and watch you, out, Derek. Uh, you it's bruise tricky, your little it? knees. It's tricky. It's slippery. You, you'll give yourself a little bruise. Maurus, keep, oh, an eye for, keep an eye out for that random rung. Yeah, yeah be careful, no, we'll do, coming down. <laughs> you watch your Mary Poppins this. You'll, no, you'll but, know. But that. wait, wait. I'm going <laughs> to... What do you mean you're going to do? You're going to climb down stairs. Well, it's a, it's a mine, so... so Probably. Okay. All right then. I'm gonna cast light then. Okay. So you're casting you're casting light on yourself. Yes, I am. I'm going to glow. What? Well, I think you have to cast it on. I think it has to be an inanimate object, does it not? Just stand still. It has to be an object. <laughs> cast it on my marigold. You do your hat. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want it on your marigold? I love a glowing a glowing Chuck pink it up. marigold. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm still wearing it. Glove. Chuck it up. Okay. I hold up my marigold <laughs> on my hand. Okay. I've got, I've got to touch it, though. Okay. Just chuck it up. Chuck it up. Yeah, here. Here. What do I have to I roll to um, Roll dexterity. down there? Like, yeah, can't you just come down? Like present danger. Yeah, we've just come down. I am down? not. Malrus, cli- <laughs> what are you doing? I'm not climbing down a dark with my, well, stairs. Doing this, with my dark vision, <laughs> can I check for traps? Uh, yeah, roll, roll investigation. Like, two of you have fallen down and took damage already. Uh, Jeff, can you roll athletics to throw the marigold back this up, is terrible. back vertically up the hole? Okay, uh, this is 17 I've, I've got a one because I've rolled a two and I've got minus one on athletics. I don't. I keep my marigold on. So it just slaps yeah. you in your uh, face. Right, uh, okay. I'll just climb down. I've, I, I rolled an 11 anyway. You tried to throw it up, but you haven't actually taken it off your hand. You just sort of <laughs> shove your arm upwards yeah! in the hope that it will fly off your hand. <laughs> Jeff's strength is weakness. Ask okay. me to do stuff with <laughs> power or... I'm so glad that Yennefer 
had confidence in us to execute <laughs> this mission properly. <laughs> so that doesn't happen. Um, Let's face it, what? with the way that Maros has been with his spells, it wouldn't have gone any better if I'd got it to I'll him. just I'll just climb down the stairs. Okay, <laughs> roll Okay, roll athletics then. I, I, I rolled an eleven. Eleven, yeah, you get down fine. So you're all at the bottom of the mine now. Well done, Maurus. Um, you missed I got the a, step. I got a 17 on my trap checking okay. investigation. Uh, you can't see any traps. Okay. Uh, I'd, in a hushed tone, since we're being, you know, we're sneaking in. Who knows what's down here? Uh, it mm. it looks looks pretty clear up here, lads. Are you are you going to cast light now, Maurus? Oh wait, I'll hold off. Okay. I'll hold off. For those of you that you can see, uh, you're in a quite you're in a very dark passage, but it looks surprisingly finished for a mine. It's got you know a nice nicely finished walls, a proper stone floor. Um, you can see that there are some brackets on the wall where you could put put some torches. Um, yeah, it looks like a, a sort of subterranean corridor almost. That's weird. Because of the time would... jumping that we've got on this island, how does that affect Casper for me, DM? <laughs> Because I can use him once a day. I've got things that happen once a day. Does that mean every time it no. blinks, it happens, it resets? Uh, it's a new day. Sound. I want to. Can I send Casper out? Casper, mm. um, I got a little job who's for you, this, mate. Who's, who, what on earth is he talking who's about? Talking I want to send you down this. See he this must dark, have hit his head this when dark he was tunnel. Down that well, I can't. Daddy can't really see down this dark yeah. tunnel. Yeah. So if you can have a little wander, just keep wandering. Why and is tell he me talking to his hand? As you go down there. It's the Barrigold. Go. He's, Okay, I'm going to have to hit him. I've got to hit him. Lads, you know what? I've got a bit of a plan. I think I think the Marigold's called Casper. Oh, that's why he didn't want to give it up. You see. Yeah. yeah. Are you that's jealous because why... I've got a real pet and you've made your own imaginary It's like a little sock puppet. Uh, well, it's... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just... I'm trying, I'm trying a thing or two. Something... Yeah, it's... Okay, Jeff, let's see what Casper says, okay? Okay. Little man, can you see anything? Oh, Hi. God. Um, yes. What can, what can you see, little boy? Bed. A bed? Chair. You can see a bed and a chair. I think we might be entering into some sort of living room, living quarters or something. Is it not? He's gone mad. What? Is it not? Right. He's gone mad. Is it I not think, can you see any people, Casper? Can that this is can... finished and it's supposedly a mine? No. Okay. Just bed. Sound. Okay. And chair. Okay, we're going to come to you. You stay there. Stay there, good boy. Yeah. I'll come to you. Us, I'm not going to lie to okay. you. Don't you dare. Lads, it's all right. There's no one down here. So I'm going to keep walking down to find Casper. You do. Get, oh, he's gone. I'm he's not going to lie to you. Us yeah. dwarves know a bit you a can't thing even see. about it's mining. Yeah, it's a steady sort of... You're going to walk into something. Us, right, us dwarves know a thing or two about mining, and it is a bit strange to me that this is all finished and then been sealed off. It doesn't seem like a mine. It seems like a bit of a bunker. Well, it's beautifully rendered. The grouting is excellent. <laughs> so our heroes have found their way into the mine, but only after they left Yennefer behind. And so now they must press on to the fort, while giving the dangers ahead not one thought. To get to the bottom of this strange mystery, and maybe meet Mr. Balon Parktree. Whatever awaits, will they be ready or find out next time? 
on Roll Britannia.